He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. All right, here we go, folks. It is Tuesday, October 4th. I'm Drew Berkowitz. This is my show. Darn glad to be with you. Thanks for taking the time to spend your afternoon or whenever you're watching or listening to the show with us. And like I said, it's Tuesday. And yet again, over on Twitter, you know what's trending? We talked about it yesterday. But there's so much hate out there with the left that we've got DeSantis destroys Florida. Trending again. You can see it there. It was on the right rail this morning. But they're so hateful that they've actually added a second hashtag. They've also got remove Ron on there. Imagine being so scared of someone that you need to constantly, constantly slander them. How dare he think of the American people first? Right? How dare you do dare a bang-up job under difficult circumstances? They're trying to make this into a Katrina-type event for him. And I'm not saying they won't succeed in terms of perception, not reality, but in terms of perception. Again, they control all of the media outlets, damn near. So it's pretty easy for them to slander someone, to make up something. But it's so frustrating to to look there and see that. And again, just to imagine what it's like to be always on the hunt for someone that you disagree with. Find something that you can slander them with. Go after them with. Imagine worse yet, being trapped in one of America's most hateful bodies, Joy Behar, who seemed to kind of blame the liberals' new favorite enemy, Ron DeSantis, Big D. Last week, this clip was from last week, but she seems to kind of blame him for Hurricane Ian, all because he doesn't agree with her on climate change. Take a listen. This is the quote from Governor DeSantis about climate change. Quote, I am not in the pews of the church of the global warming leftists. This is what he thinks about climate change. And now his state is getting hit with one of the worst hurricanes that they will ever see. So interesting take there from old Joy. I mean, look... It's categorically absurd for anyone to say that this is Ron DeSantis, or any human being's fault, for that matter. The storm was not planned or executed by Ron DeSantis. The storm is also very much definitely not, as as the director of of NOAA, N-O-A-A, said last week, shutting down Don Lemon, which was an amazing, amazing moment. But it's also not even remotely related to climate change. So you can say whatever you want, but this is not DeSantis's fault. This is not climate change's fault. This is just a big-ass storm that happened and had some tragic consequences, unfortunately. Do you remember, Disco, remember the time you used to live in Florida? Yes. Do you remember, and and shame on you for leaving, but remember when storms, hurricanes included, remember when they were just a bad thing, right? It was just a bad thing. Often tragic, I mean, sadly tragic, and but we didn't need to politicize them per se. I mean, it started back with Katrina, probably before then. But we used to not blame storms on humans who have zero capability whatsoever. Well, it's, or, it, the thing is, is, these storms were hitting the east and the west coast of this nation long before DeSantis was in office. <laughs> so, I mean, there's, I mean, like I'm looking at the radar right now. There's two out by Mexico, a third one possibly coming, and then there's two more possibly heading towards Florida. Who created those so ones? They say, exactly. <laughs> Damn it, Betty Crocker. Is she still, she's not alive anymore, right? She's dead. No, I don't think she yeah. is. God rest she's her a great soul. woman. A great woman. Uh, speaking of a great woman, for you country music fans out there, we lost a legend today in Loretta Lynn. Thoughts and mm. prayers out to, to her family. She died peacefully in her sleep. That's the way you want to go. Peacefully in her sleep. Happened this morning. Uh, amazing story. Her, her background, her the way she kind of came up into, into country music, the music industry writ large, was amazing. Uh, definitely made a huge mark on country music and the, the music industry writ large. So thoughts and prayers to her. We'll be over on Locals today after the show for booze and banter. It'll be fun. You got to get over there. You got to get yourself an account. It's easy. 
Several people did it yesterday. Several people do it every day. Now you just got to come. Getting the account's not enough, folks. Come hang out with us. Bring, bring some questions. Bring some fun, some good vibes. Bring a drink if you can. If you're at work, we don't encourage it. But we're also not going to judge you if you do. Okay? It's, it's a, it's a judgment-free zone. So we'll be there. It's drewberkwist.locals.com. It's easy to sign up. It's cheap to sign up. And with that, let's get to question of the day, shall we? Ooh. That was the wrong... Or let's and do some, some lead-in music. There we go. There we go. So yesterday we were talking about Halloween. Today I, I want to get kind of serious. By the way, there's some news on Elon Musk. I was about to reference him. You don't even know where I'm going with this. But there's some news on Elon Musk. Looks like he's going to actually go through with the Twitter deal. We'll talk about it maybe in booze and banter definitely tomorrow at the $54.20 per share. Big story there. But he also has been unveiling Optimus which didn't go great, if I'm being honest. I mean, he's, look, he's way smarter than me. He's way further along with his robot development than I am, uh, something I'm actually not working on. But I don't think you've actually started it. Yeah, yet, I haven't started so. this. So it's, I mean, it's a low bar, all right? But let's not, let's not major in the, in the minors here. But he's, he's talking about this. Everyone else is talking about this. We've shown clips of, of robots and, you know, you know anyways, you, you've seen it. You've, you've read articles on it. Why, why people want to develop robots and or, and you kind of are getting a sense from my answer here, but develop robots and or put human brains or try and, you know, make monkeys like us. I, I, I've seen the movie, guys. I've seen all these movies. They don't go well. But the question, I, I digress, is this. The question of the day is, in the coming age of robots, again, Elon Musk trying to push Optimus out coming in the next couple years, apparently, would you ever purchase one? Would you ever have a robot like the movie I Robot in your house doing chores, yeah, like, doing whatever for you? Yeah, because in that movie they're like they're helpful. They're they're helping Are the they? citizens. Are no, that's they? how they started, and that's how they started. I love that I'm doing a, a special lean into the microphone and there's a full screen graphic up. No one can even see it. But that's the go. that's I the question. Go. It's too late now. The moment's gone. <laughs> Um, that's the question of the day. Send in your answers as you do, my fellow Americans. If you've got an IRA, a 401k, a savings account, a TSP, a pension, whatever the hell it might be, things are not looking too great. I don't know if you've paid attention to the economic situation out there. This administration has printed more money in the last two years than the previous 100 years combined. That's not something to brag about. National debt hit a record $30 trillion. Inflation is the highest we've seen since 1982. It is only a matter of time before the House of Cards comes crashing down. If you've got retirement savings, your money could be at serious risk. Talk to my friends at GoldCo to see how you can protect your retirement with gold and silver before it's too late. Go to DrewLovesGold.com. They'll give you $10,000 or more in free silver when you open a qualifying account. If that doesn't get your ass over there, I don't know what else will. It's a smart investment, though, guys. Get on over there. Go to DrewLovesGold.com. You're going to be glad that you did. All right, let's get to these responses here. Lots of them coming in. I think I know where, where the audience is going to go on all the different platforms, podcasts, platforms that are out there as well. We've got Hell No from Shirley. We've got Nope. Sure, if not connected to the internet. Okay, very specific answer from Michael. I like it. Shelby says, no, I don't want, even want one of those fac fancy vacuum cleaners, which are morons, by the way. Morons. We had a new one sent to us. Side tangent. You guys expect that out of me at this point. We had a new one sent to us because we had been given one, and it, and it didn't work. Then we got a, 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 a discount on, on one to replace the other one, whatever. We do it. This thing is literally dumber than AOC trying to find its way around the house. And we've got a Husky, right? So it's, it's, it's got a hard job. I get it. But it, it has no clue where it's going. So it, it breaks too. We call the company. They send us a free one in the box. We're like, hell no, we're selling this shit. We put the thing on, I don't know, whatever platform and, and sold it. Those things are awful. Okay. But Shelby doesn't even want one of those vacuum cleaner ones. I, I, can, I can hear that. James says yes to a robot. We've got kind of a second yes. I'd take Rosie from the Jetsons. Who wouldn't, Rick? Who wouldn't take Rosie? Remember, <laughs> remember, we were supposed to be the Jetsons right now. It's, it's 2022. We've gone back. I was telling my son that the other day 
on the way to football practice talking about how where we thought we'd be right now when I was his age. 2062. 2062 yeah. is what the Jetsons are supposed to be. That's what it is? So. Okay. Well, still, uh, we, yeah, we so. thought we'd have, like, flying it's back cars to the future. and crap. Yeah, it's like, back to the future. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're not there. We're not there. Um and I, I was telling him that's where we thought we'd be. And he was, I mean, he's, he's a smart kid. He was looking at me well, like, you're crazy. Like, yeah, there's I, a I, few I, things that that movie actually sparked inside Taser. There's a few things that technology wise that that movie sparked. And even to the, the part, the you movie? know, like with the movie, the back the, to the future the movie, the future. Okay. you know, you know, the, which was real, the, right? That's a documentary. I think. Yes. With Michael J. Fox. hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. And his family. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But like the Mr. Fusion on the back of the car from the future where they use the the food and garbage to produce gas for the vehicle. Yeah. A guy actually saw that as a kid and he's, you know, he's, you know, a grown adult now. And actually he's found a way to make trash turn into gas for natural gas and all that stuff. So it's like that sparked that, you know, so it's okay. kind of cool. We all don't right. have flying cars, but we do have a type of Mr. Fusion. We have a trash there, compactor yeah. that can create energy. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Baby steps. We're baby stepping our way into the future if we can hang on and even get there. All right, let's keep going with the answers. Let's keep going with the answers. What do we got over on Rumble? <clears throat> nope. Only if it cleans my house. Fair enough. Lots of nopes. Lots of nopes. And then just some other conversation. Um, so I, I, overwhelmingly, the answer is no. There are some. There are some. Look, I would love help. You got someone referencing the flux capacitor now. Such a great movie. Um, I would love help. Who doesn't want additional help? But I just don't trust robots. First of all, I'll, I'll, you know, here's my phone, right? Here's my phone, which is supposed to be used to call people. Don't, don't use this for, for pictures here and pictures here. That's, that's gay. Don't do that. But I'll, I'll talk because I don't want to take the time to type. I'm a busy person. I've got lots of companies going. I'm involved in a lot. I do this show for you guys. And... I'll, I'll use voice text. This, this person behind this machine, this robot Siri is the dumbest bitch on the plat planet. I mean, it's, it's remarkable how bad she is. So to think that there's going to be something or someone, some, some, you know, device that can be around my house, be safe, not be controlled anywhere else, but, but internally and be functional and smart. I, we're just, we're just a long way away from that well yeah well i mean we even we even talked about it uh i think it was maybe about a month ago that there was that one robot that they gave you know ai to and it, it was trying to find a way to disconnect itself from humans so and it did it not be turned off and it, it's like no yeah i'm not gonna listen to you it's like wait a second you know it, i mean it's it's something where it's like we've all seen the movies we've all seen them like to me it's like terminator you know, especially even like the ride, we've talked about this the other day, the ride where they show like, oh, how Cyberdyne Systems is going to help you. And there's like the robotic arms tucking the child in bed. It's like, I, I don't want that. No. 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 That's, <laughs> I, I thought I had bad PTSD. You've got your kids dealing with robot arms, a cyborg tucking <laughs> them in with their red eyes. Um, not good. It's not good. Uh, Raven 6, female robot in a French maid outfit. Intriguing intriguing that can get you into trouble in a lot of different ways though uh, you know i don't even know what crime that is but it's it's not a good one disco you didn't give your answer <laughs> uh, i mean I, I thought it was you know implied that it's, I no. just said. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a no yeah it's, it's a hard no. i mean it's a hard no e even like with the the roomba ones like I, i've seen people who've had it and like you said they're you know they're idiots they they, they can't even get that right it's just like just take the time, sweep the house, vacuum, whatever we got. And I understand, like, well, hey, my parents kids, have, have one. Them do it. Go. Yeah. And I understand, I understand my parents have it, and this is because they're getting older and they need the. You know, it's like, hey, I I get it. Don't <laughs> don't sweep the floor. Let the robot do it. <clears throat> but when they're still sweeping the floor because the robot's not vacuuming the floor, it's like, okay, we have an issue here. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so. I, I literally yeah, just stood I've, over the thing once, just watching it run into a wall, like. <laughs> See, and, and you think see, you'd me, move on, but I'm so intrigued by how dumb it is. I'm just sitting there watching, like, maybe it'll get smarter. Maybe it'll learn from its mistakes. It doesn't. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, for me, it's I love the feeling of accomplishment when you get done with something, even if it's cleaning the house or building something or whatever. Like that, when you get done doing it, you're like, yes. I don't, I feel, I think I would feel awful as a person being, look at that guy, that robot doing that job for me. You know, I don't, it's yeah. just, I don't know. 
It's hard no, for me to think. I'm that. in agreement. I, I I don't judge people who want one. I, I I just personally don't. That's just that's where I'm at. All right, for people who are here for the first time, they're like 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 always. What the hell are they talking about? Robots and would you want one? Thought this was a news show. It is. We just start with question of the day, and now we'll get into some stuff because this past Saturday morning, Joe, the 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 leader of the free world, allegedly Joe Biden was, you know, injected with his daily dose of medication, make him somewhat lucid with things, somewhat coherent. He decided to walk over, decided to walk over to the press who were gathered outside the White House before he went down to Puerto Rico. Here's what he had to say. So he says they haven't been taken care of, right? And again, he goes to talk to him because it's early in the day. It's like this, I, I might be able to do this. I'm sure they were still cringing behind the scenes. But isn't that your fault, sitting president, whoever you are, whatever your party is, isn't that your fault if they haven't been taken care of? Because I'm, I, 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 let me answer the question for you. It is. It's 100% your fault. You can talk about other issues that have been around for 20 years and not take the blame. But something that happened, in this case, Hurricane Fiona, which came you know, a little bit before Ian came up that coast, hit Puerto Rico. It's your administration, though, that's dropping the ball with this. Dropping the ball with relief efforts for Puerto Rico. It's been since what? It's the four. It was September 18th when that thing hit. There's still large swaths of the island that are without power. Weeks later. And Joe's, he's kind of trying to subtly reference Maria, Hurricane Maria, and put Trump on, on blast for his response to the storm, saying that Puerto Rico was neglected. And look, collectively, has it been? Maybe. Maybe we, we, we could always do more, but, like, but as it pertains to what Joe is talking about, what Joe is trying to infer here, this is his responsibility as it pertains to Fiona. And when it came to the response with Hurricane Maria, and this is not some pro-Trump show. Again, I like the guy, but, uh, but it's, it's, not, it's not about Trump. It's about America. Well above any party, well above any candidate. It's about reason. And when it comes to the government's response during that administration, Power was restored to the island within three weeks, which I would say is too long. I think that's too long. They're dealing with different circumstances than we are here, but back in 2017, that's how long it took. And he's trying to make it sound like that was recent. It's not. That was five years ago, Joe. Five years ago. But as it pertains to Fiona, let's be abundantly clear. Any failures, or any lack of response, or as you say, any neglect, they've been neglected for far too long. Well, that's on you, bro. You drop the ball. Or whoever's telling you what to do, drop the ball. It doesn't matter. But the end game is it's on you. But so he goes down there, and as you guys are saying, there's still people with dealing with stuff from, from previous storms in Florida. Absolutely there are. These things can be catastrophic. Their consequences long-lasting. The impact can be felt. Well, there's people still years. misplaced from Katrina. You know, there's still people that don't even have a home from Katrina. They're still living in hotels from Are they Katrina. Really? That's a it's long crazy. time. Yeah. No, it really is. It, it is. I've, I've had to do you that drive a bunch. multiple houses by them. Exactly. Well, exactly. The problem is the funding doesn't come in. So you literally drive by these neighbors that are still, it looks like the storm passed yesterday. And it's, it's That's still, it's, I've, I've done that drive and I've, I've had to stop at hotels to, you know, to, you know, take a night in or whatever. And you see these families like, yeah, we've been here since Katrina. I'm like, what? Hold on. No. I, that was so old school to say, take a night in. That was, that was. Sorry. <laughs> no, it was refreshing to hear. I like it. Let's go old school. But, but yeah, I just, it like, it, it blew my mind away. I was like, no, you should, you should have been taken care of. They're like, yeah, we're, we're still waiting. It's like. <laughs> yeah. What? what? It blows my mind. So it, it, that is that's wild. I I I was on, I knew that there were still people who were dealing with consequences of it. I didn't know there was people still in hotels because of it though. Like neighborhoods destroyed. Yes, all that. 
That's wild. Um, it's probably because they don't want to sell their land or buy something new and all that stuff. So they're waiting for the proper to things to get, you know, because like that land's been in their family for generations. <clears throat> and so they're just willing to deal with it. Hmm. Or they're just getting lazy, you know, just like how when people were like, oh, I don't need to go to work. I got the checks from the government coming in. Maybe it's that. I don't know. But it's just it was crazy to still like, like, what? No, <laughs> that right. was so long ago. <laughs> Come on. But it's they're just, well, we're still waiting. Hmm. Well, <clears throat> we're still waiting for Joe Biden to say something or do something that encourages people. It's not going to happen, folks. I'm sorry to say that. So he goes down there, tries to blame other people, say that we've neglected Puerto Rico again. That falls on him. Then he actually gets there. Once he actually gets there, things didn't go well for him, as usual, on his trips. Watch this. <laughs> Watch this right here. This reminds me, by the way, I did. It's not what he says because it's different than this. It reminds me of Toodles looking for his marbles and Hook, like looking down at the ground. Just take a look. We'll, we'll talk. Buenas tardes. Good afternoon. I mean, is he talking I, to himself? He was talking. He, 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 yeah, because everyone kind of moved on, right? Again, totally. Like <laughs> I've lost my marble. Like, um, but, <laughs> but I, I, I think we're here somewhere, and we'll get started. I think we're here somewhere, and we'll get started. Is what Joe Biden said. Pretty sure. But who is he talking to, and what is he looking at? like? He's looking at the ground. Like maybe he's used to, you know, tape marks or something of where he's supposed to go because he he always gets lost never can find his way up the stage. So maybe they've finally gotten smart and are putting messages on the ground. I don't know. That should be happening at this point. Or maybe he's talking to his... He has like an earpiece in or something. <laughs> Does he have an earpiece in? <laughs> I, I think he's probably talking to his nine-year-old, like imaginary friend, Sarah, who's like freshly shampooed her hair, smells like cherries and a cool autumn breeze. I don't know. That's just speculation. We can't, we can't confirm that. But... But that is the supposed leader of the free world, dazed and confused with his haggish wife, who just cruises by him as Joe's babbling at the floor to no one. And I really do think, I think that now they're at the point with there's been so many moments, and that's not his worst moment, to be clear, but there's so many moments that are bad and, and just kind of like WTF moments that have occurred that now they're just ignoring it. When he gets confused, when he gets lost, when he looks down, when he starts talking to no one, when he sh he's, I mean, multiple times. Just let times, him finish. He'll be fine. Exactly. He's Just trying to shake finish. hands with people who aren't there multiple times. <laughs> but I think they just ignore it and walk by, Jill included there, because they don't want to draw attention to it. They just sort of like, all right, whatever. Like, let's just, he's going to do this shit. So just keep walking by. But this is how they, they treat their people. By the way, look at that dress there of, of Jill Biden. She always wears these kind of like 70s, 70s. Shirley florals. Coleman on Facebook. And by the way, who dressed Jill? <laughs> Every time again, right? And I'm not here. I, look, I don't want to pick on women and their clothes. I'm a very average 40 in his 40s man who just rolls around in T-shirts, board shorts and flip flops. I, I'm not the, the end all be all when it comes to fashion by any sense. I also don't live at the White House and go go along with all these things. But Terrence Williams put out something that was funny, and it was who who wore it better. And here's here's Jill on the top, and then there's the couch that they presumably took her dress from, the fabric for her dress from on the bottom. Stunning now, the, the match. If, yeah. Well, now my thing is is if she has like a friend who's a a designer or an artist or whatever creating these things, come out and say it, so then we know. We know what it is. Oh, this is for this because it's helping this cause, and you know, you know, th this person makes it. So let us know because right now it's like, yeah, um, we don't have a dress for her. Well, that couch at the thrift store I saw yesterday had a pretty good design on it. it looked pretty clean. Let's go get it. That's what it looks like. It looks it bad. It does it's, look bad. And and I mean, Joe, I, I mean, I, I I know I know we're all not you know like big fans of Obama, but Michelle Obama dressed better. You know what I mean? Like she, she actually looked the part. Well, not like it, someone. In fairness, You're I think every, drapes. everyone everyone really has. Everyone really yeah. has. It's it's not her strong suit. Whether you like her or don't like her, I'm not a fan of her. But whether you like her or not, like she's not the 
some fashion icon. That's just not her thing. It's not her thing without a doubt. But there's more with Joe. More with Joe. Nothing can compare to Melania. No, whether you like Trump or not, too. I mean, Melania was the most gorgeous first lady by... Literally, there's no one even on the same page. It's She was a former fashion model, for, for Pete's sake. But there's more with Joe, who not only was talking to the ground, but didn't know how to pronounce someone pretty important there's name. Take a listen. And we've announced $163 million, million to begin construction on a canal to restore. Can I help me the pronunciation? Martin Peña. Martin Peña. Martin Peña. The, that entire ecosystem. And we're going to clean up polluted waters and restore mitigation habit, man, mangrove habitat, mangrove habitats. Say it with me, Joe. We're Martin Pena. <laughs> Martin Pena. Words are hard. Um, I mean, literally, this is the problem, though. When you're so checked out, you have no clue what's going on, and you're just reading what someone else wrote for you. It doesn't go well. It comes off that way. Look, we've all, well, maybe not, but for people who read prompters or, or read notes or read this, that, and the other, you, you've been there before. When you, when you read something, but you haven't read through it before, and you're like, I, sh I have no idea what I'm reading. I have no idea how to say this name or this word. It's not a good look, especially when you're the president of the United States on a trip. But also, sorry, but also, too, I've worked the prompter where you've had to type it in for someone. And, you know, and so, hey, we had to write this last minute. They didn't write it. Cool. That's when you as the prompter person say, we need to spell this out phonetically. Exactly. Just in case. Just in case, because I'm having a trouble understanding how to read this. And here we go. This is what we need to do, especially if it's something from a different language or whatever. You have to spell it out phonetically. Otherwise, you're going to get that on <laughs> air, and it's going to be awful. And you're going to be like, Oh, man, and everyone's going to look at you as the prompter guy. Come on. So to me, it's like whoever wrote his speech, they should have wrote it out phonetically. They should have done it. Right. It's not hard. And they should know better by now. <laughs> they should know better by now. But they, they don't. They don't. It, they should. They should, but, but, they, but they certainly don't. And again, they just stand. I mean, Jill's standing there wearing her dress that looks to be made from nursing home drapes or the couch that we showed earlier and does nothing. Like, there's no, like, everyone's just kind of like, oh, no. Like, it's another. It's another one of these moments. It's just awful, man. It's awful. But here's, here's another one from Joe's disaster tour down there where he talks about growing up in a, in a Puerto Rican community. And so I, uh, I uh, was sort of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican community at home politically. And so we, and we came here for a long time, uh, both for business and pleasure, since you're part of the Third Circuit Court. Hmm. I've got some questions on that. Ha! Joe says he was raised sort of. He says sort of, sort of. So in a was Puerto his nanny Puerto Rican? I don't know. I mean, is like nanny, <laughs> right? Like, I, what does that mean? Like this? This is the same guy who's told you he's driven big rigs and ridden the train for millions of miles. But he's pandering, and he's of course he's lying, folks. I mean, come on, fifty plus years indicate just nothing but lies and a lack of performance for the American people. He's he's been an absolute disaster. But how on earth were you raised in a Puerto Rican community in, in Wilmington, Delaware? I just want to know. Maybe it is. Maybe it's like you're saying. Maybe it's people who provided services to his family. Yeah, we had a Puerto Rican slave. We had a Puerto Rican servant. We had a poor. I'm not suggesting he had a slave, although I wouldn't put it past him. But a, a busboy, a, a butler. Just, I love what June said on Facebook. Boy, he grew up everywhere. Exactly. He's Oh, man, he's been everywhere. But this is a dude who, you know, some people, we talk about this a lot. Some people feel bad for him. But he, guys, this, this Joker, his family, and a lot of politicians in D.C., by the way, I'm not just picking on Joe, politicians on both sides of the aisle. But Joe in particular, he's never been a nice guy. He tries to play this old, you know, elderly grandpa type, you know, ah, go get your sister kind of thing, which he, he will say because he's a total creep and pedophile. But, like, He's always been known, even in D.C., to be an asshole. No one likes this guy. He's never got anything done. He's always just taken care of himself and his family at the expense of the American taxpayer. So don't pity this guy at all. He, he should be mocked and ridiculed for the disaster that he is. And again, I'm not wishing ill on him in terms of his health. I don't like a lot of people say, and I, I tell you all the time, 
I'm not celebrating that he clearly has dementia or Alzheimer's or something like that. I just want him gone. And I don't want people feeling bad for him and thinking that he's this old guy that's just the dude who grew up down the street from you in Scranton because he's not. That's not him at all. It's not him at all. Debbie, he's nasty-tempered. Exactly. Anytime he's questioned, he literally calls you Jack, <laughs> like asks if you want to do a push-up contest or threatens to fight you. That's his response. He's a disaster. He's a walking disaster. But finally, the Tower of Babel ended with this. Take a listen. Minnesota, Texas, to, to help however they can. And New York sent not only a congressman, one of the most congresswomen in the Congress, but a state troopers and emergency responders. The most congresswoman the in Congress. Congress. The Congress. What? The most congresswoman in the Congress. Why? Well, I mean, what? What the hell are you trying to say, Joe? Seriously, all these clips we just showed you. As you can, the, the, you know, sometimes you use like newspaper clippings or something you see in the background that shows the date. We're going to use Jill Biden's couch dress here to just show. These were all from one event in Puerto Rico. He's literally just a train wreck of incoherent thoughts, sentence fragments, things that make zero sense whatsoever. And again, Jill and everyone just stands there and watches, listens. It's 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 a sad thing to see because it, it, it really is because this is the reflection on us, on our country. This is what people around the world are seeing. It began, the series of clips that we just showed, began with him talking to himself, looking at the floor, talking to, telling himself what he was going to do, and ended with him mumbling the incoherent thought that we just showed you, where he said, the most congresswoman in Congress. Nailed it. Great job, Joe. Great trip. Proud of everything you did, how you're making us look. Jeez. Change your diaper. Get back on the plane and stop going out in public. It's, it's hurting everyone. It's hurting everyone. All right, guys, whichever platform you're on, hit that like button. Make sure you're subscribed on said platform. If you're on YouTube, make sure you're still subscribed because they have likely unsubscribed you at least a dozen times, if not more. We've had tens upon tens of thousands of people unsubscribed. Disco, who is an administrator and producer, among others, on our account, has been unsubscribed himself multiple times. It is insane how much they hate me and what they are doing to this show. So please make sure you're still subscribed. Share with yeah. your friends. That I, haven't got a, I haven't got a notification yet this week, so I'm assuming I got unsubscribed. Probably. Probably. It's a fun, fun little thing. If you're on Rumble, it's the plus sign. It's the boxing glove on their app. We appreciate you guys being here. Again, continue to engage in the different chat rooms. If you're listening to the podcast on, on one of a gazillion different platforms out there, we'd be so grateful if you'd give us a review. All of that helps push back against the algorithms and fight big tech tyranny as we go along with this show. Then, folks, I ask that you would also head on over to MyPillow. We vote not just at the booth, but we vote with our dollar. So head on over to MyPillow.com. They're great supporters of this show. You get your best night's sleep. You buy from an American company, a company that aligns with your values, and you support the show all in the process. It's a win, 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 win. Well, you can just keep saying win because it's lots of wins. And the best news is, is you can save up to 66% by going to MyPillow.com and using promo code Drew. Again, it's MyPillow.com. Com, use promo code Drew to save up to 66%. Okay. Talking about numbers, I just said 66% there. We, we all know that CNN's, of course, a joke. It's just, it's a laughable news organization. You can't even call it a news organization anymore. But they're trying desperately under this new leadership to rebrand themselves. Something that's, that's kind of just an impossible task. And no one really believes I think even people at CNN, if I'm being honest with you, that Chris Licht, the new CEO, is going to be able to change their direction, get the mud off of their face. And he, look, he's made a few moves. I don't know the guy from Adam. I don't know his intentions other than, you know, that he wants to rebrand it and make it more just news. Something that would be welcomed if it was possible. I just don't know that it is. So he's made some moves, but it's, I mean, they literally, they're like the equivalent of throwing a deck chair off the Queen Mary than saying we've lost some weight. It's not going to make any kind of significant impact. But I bring up CNN, who's been getting crushed in the ratings, which is great to see. But I bring it up because Trump is going after CNN, as he should. As he should, a lot of people are, and a lot of 
more people probably could. But these guys, the radical left, play the game different than us. And usually they get away with it because the GOP has typically, conservatives have typically, less so now, been just spineless, so nice, so kind, and they just get walked over. But Trump's a brawler. He is. And whether you like the guy or not, he's going to go after that organization. And, and he, he made it official. Now, here's his here's post on uh, Truth Social. He said, I've notified CNN of my intent to file a lawsuit over their repeated defamatory statements against me. I will also be commencing actions against other media outlets who have defamed me and defrauded the public regarding the overwhelming evidence of the fraud of... Uh, evidence of fraud throughout the 2020 election, I will never stop fighting for the truth and for the future of our country. Trump's attorneys say that CNN has sought to use its massive influence purportedly as a trusted news source to defame the plaintiff in the minds of its viewers and readers for the purpose of defeating him politically, culminating in CNN claiming credit for getting Trump out of, getting Trump out of office in the 2020 presidential election. So I look, I, is this going to go somewhere? Is it going to end in a victory for Trump? I don't know that it will. I don't know that it won't either. Maybe, maybe he gets a win like Sandman did. Again, certainly, certainly there's, there's cause for that. Certainly there's a record of what they've done to slander this guy. And again, like him or not, what you've seen these, these mainstream media networks do to the Oval Office and the person sitting in said Oval Office from 2016 to 2020 and then even beyond. It's never happened in this country. You've never seen so much disrespect for a position and a person in the history of our country. It, and, and, and frankly, not just because he was a Republican or ran as a Republican. It's not the reason that it upset me. The reason that it upset me is, is the whole time I've served this country. I respected whoever, whoever was in the office because I respected the office. They were my commander in chief. They told me what to do. And I disagree with them politically on things. In a lot of cases, I hated working for Obama. It was miserable. We couldn't get anything done because he was ashamed of America and let the enemies win, and, and we couldn't actually do what we were trained and paid to do. But I still, even then, despite not liking him, respected the office. I met the guy. Shook that, like that's, that's, that's how you do it. That's how it used to be. Reporters used to be more respectful. They could ask tough questions, but more respectful of the president, whoever was sitting at the Resolute Desk in the Oval Office. That stopped in 2016 because people were so pissed, so surprised, so caught off guard <clears throat> that Trump came in and won that election. Well, news people used to not be able, allowed to take a side. They're not supposed to, right? I mean, it was around that time. It was <laughs> leading into the 2016 election. I remember it distinctly where you started seeing people like the New York Times and others endorse candidates like, hold up that is not your job you should not do it's like it's like that's it's it's not on the same level as someone working at an agency like i did getting all political because you're not supposed to you're just supposed to do your job shut up do your job fight for your country regardless of your political views that that's what you're supposed to do and you can't cross those lines it's 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 been kind of that unwritten rule that those guys can't do that either hey you just report the news and then let people make their own decisions but around that time is when they started saying nope we stand behind this person we're going to try and get all of our readers to vote for for this person and not this person and and things changed a lot but you've got these media networks who came together i mean even i think it was time or newsweek who wrote the article talking about how all of them got together and did anything and everything. And they, they said this themselves. I'm not making this up. They said it themselves in an article. They all came together, big corporation, big money, big tech and, and media and, and different outlets came together to get on the same page, to be in unison, to ensure that Trump was got, you know, ran out of office. That's not news. That's not news. And these guys have come together with this new plan and new set of ideals that they want for this country. And anyone who opposes them or threatens them, such as him, or, or it could be you, or it could be some politician, or it could be some company, whatever the case might be, they all, they all gang up and they go after you. And that's not how it's supposed to be. So the response has to be that you stand up for it. You push back and say, hell no. You do what he's doing, trying to sue them. 
Now, could there be other reasons for it? Possibly. But there's no doubt about it that they slandered the living piss out of the guy. Every yeah, it wasn't that was put it, forward was proven wrong. Every every one of them. Yeah. Wasn't it Project Veritas? They had an audio clip of like the phone call of the not licked with the other guy who was running CNN. And it was Zucker, just like, yeah. I don't care. Yeah, he was like, I don't care if it sticks, doesn't stick, falls flat. We want to find all the garbage that we can. I don't care if it makes stuff up. We just need to slander him so people just don't believe in him anymore. Yeah. And you're sitting there going, if, if I was working for CNN, I would be like, I'm out. Regardless right. of which way I leaned. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be yeah, like There needs to be a point where your salary, as much as it's important, and, and you got to put food on the table, there has to be a point where you say, yeah, no, I'm out. This goes against yeah. my principles and my values. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. But <clears throat> crazy time that we live in. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with this. Again, I'm not counting on this being a win for him. But the one thing I know for certain is that conservatives, and, and the same goes for people on the other side of the aisle if, if they feel this way. If you're, if you're getting kicked in the nuts, which is not happening to the other side right now, let's just be honest. If you're being suppressed like we are as conservatives in America, God-fearing Americans who love this country, believe in the Constitution, believe in God, if you're getting suppressed for that and getting run over, you, you can't just take it. That's what we've always done, and guess what? That's how we got to this point in this country where we're very divided. The Democrats all do whatever they want. They call us what they are. They project their issues onto us and the rest of America. If you don't stand up and push back against it, it's not going to end well. Not going to end well. BM, Drew, how many people at CNN do you really think have morals? There's got to be some. There's got to be some. Again, because if you think about it, if you're a young kid, you know, Disco went to full sale, right? It, it, involved in media and stuff like that. If you're a young kid doing that or a broadcast school anywhere in the country, when you get out, you need experience and you want to go. If, if you can get a job, even if you're a conservative, and most kids at that point aren't super political, and you can get a job at CNN, Fox, MSNBC, you're going to get that. You're going to punch that ticket so you've got that experience. No, 100%. Like, uh, again, I mean, out of most people now, but... No, I mean, I mean, even in high school, you know, because we did a live news show every day. It's where I kind of started in this realm. Um, I wanted to go and work at CNN out, out of high school. I was like, this is what I wanted. This would be awesome. But at, back then, news was not as bad, or at least I, because how young I was, I didn't know how sided it was, but it didn't seem that sided. But it was just one of those things where it's like with the stuff that you learned about it and how the news works and what it's about and what what the rules are. It was like, yes, this seems like it would be fun to do because you're you're just giving people the truth and they get to decide the rest for them, you know. And this is great. And then right, you get older, it's like, wow, this is awful. I don't want to work. There. <laughs> or all these you people know? are scumbags. Going well, yeah, well, after it's, it's like if, and money if and CNN, advertising. If CNN were to come now, no, no. Hey, I got to work the Today Show once or twice when it came to Orlando. Awesome. I got to knock that off the bucket list. Yeah. Of like shows I got to work for. Yeah. But I, I don't know if I'd want to go move to New York and work there. <laughs> you know. Certainly not so now. I mean, it's still it's behind, still a yeah. different country there right now. Shelby says the new guy making decisions at Clinton News Network seems okay. Look, I, I haven't seen anything awful about Chris Licht so far. His 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 stated, I should say, intentions seem like they're on the right path like they're on the right you know he, he's taking the right steps but again the question remains can you do that and I, and I don't think you can because perception is reality these days and people are so divided people are so hateful on both sides that I don't think you know the people who loathe CNN now they're never going back there there's some people who started there never going back there same thing with Fox there's people who are conservatives who hate Fox News now and I, I think they've got a lot of garbage on Fox News myself. But all that to say, people are so set in their ways in 2022 that I don't think Licht can win that battle. And, and frankly, there's not money in doing so because the only way they're going to make money is to continue to, to, to lie, slander their opponents, and put out hate and keep division up because it's an us-versus-them mentality in this country right now and and unfortunately there's not much in terms of advertising dollars and audience in the middle so people if if they want to win you know in the ratings which they're getting crushed in right now 
And the same goes for, for people on the right. Like you, you've got to go where the money is. And I, I don't think that you can, you can convince people to come back there. I think it's going to be a tough, a tough sell. So again, I wish unless that it's like, they could, but unless it's like a full overhaul CNN, even like, because they have a whole, like whole from the top down full overhaul, we're even changing the moniker. CNN's going away. It's never going to be back again. Here's what we are now. That could possibly be the way. I think there'd have to be like a clear new ownership who comes in, who's known to be, you know, something very different than what they've been. But no, uh, it it would have to, I think it would have to be a, we would, you know, like I said, you wouldn't even see the letters CNN anymore. It would be, this is, it used to be CNN, but it's not anymore. It is whatever it's going to be because um, even if it was like a, a new ownership, well, Hey, you still have the history of this channel being this way right you know, how are you going to get that back from these people i think that's where he's like nope we're we're shutting it down it is going away and we're bringing it something new yep i agree i agree all right we're going to talk about an october surprise here uh in a second but um october well october surprise i've got that there's something else i wanted that we we're going to get into well that's that's the main thing we're going to talk october surprise we're going to talk Herschel Walker, his family, there's a big dispute or feud, whatever you want to call it, online right now. I'll tell you what's coming up in Locals, all that in a, in a few seconds here. Be sure to sign up at Locals for both free and exclusive content from Drew Berquist. Head over to drewberquist.locals.com and join the community today. All right, so <laughs> Tricaster's going crazy. Today. Yeah, all sorts of fun little technical <laughs> glitches. But we—it's October, right? We've got midterms coming up. I, I think everyone knows that. If not, he- hello, welcome to America. This—this is—it's uh, Tuesday. I'm Drew, but there's 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 midterm elections coming up, and we figure with big elections, particularly in this day and age, that there's going to be some October surprises. It's kind of a thing in politics, but I don't know that anyone in their right mind, predicted or anticipated this particular October surprise that's unfolding this week online. And it's, it's all having to do with Herschel Walker and his family. So you've got Christian Walker, who's the son of the former NFL star, conservative TikTok influencer, who we've shown clips of before on this show. Like he's, he's said some, whether he knows it or believes it, I don't know the guy from Adam, some quasi smart things before, but he tweeted about allegations that his father, that Herschel Walker had paid for his then girlfriend to have an abortion back in 2009. And what's interesting about this is you had Christian Walker, whose tweets this week run very contrary to the public praise and adoration that he's previously put out there on Twitter and other social media platforms as a, you know, about his father, about Herschel. He said, I'll, I'll just read a couple of, of quotes that he said this week. Every family member of Herschel Walker asked him not to run for office because we all knew some of his past. Every single one. He decided to give us the middle finger and air out all of his dirty laundry in public while simultaneously lying about it, he tweeted. He continued with another one. I know my mom and I would really appreciate it if my father, Herschel Walker, stopped lying and making a mockery of us. This was all yesterday. Then he said, you're not a family man. When you left us to bang a bunch of women, threatened to kill us, and had us move over six times in six months running from your violence, he tweeted. Another one, he said here, I don't care about someone who has a bad past and takes accountability, but how dare you lie, all caps, and act as though you're some moral Christian upright man. You've lived a life of destroying other people's lives. How dare you? So things got hot really quick. Things, I mean, literally, we we did a 180 here. Did a 180 from everything that he said, all the, you know, I approve of this and I endorse and I love my father, all these things that we'd seen. And then all of a sudden, boom. There's this hateful rhetoric where he's he, he he's talking about Herschel airing out dirty laundry. Like, bro, this is the very definition of airing out dirty laundry in a very public forum. 
Herschel responded. He just tweeted saying, I love my son no matter what. But there's a lot. Look, there's a lot going on here. Lots of internal issues, clearly. Lots of discussions and perhaps counseling that needs to, to happen as it pertains to, to this family and their relationships. But his 180-degree change in supporting his dad brings up the question, you know, it's like, did someone get to like who who got to him? What do they give him? Like, like yeah, or who hacked his account or something? Like it uh, it seems. But if it, you think, if, I mean, usually when that happens, right? If if someone's account's hacked, they they get it, they stop it, and then they say, "Hey, folks, account was hacked." Like he's he's owned all of this. He's owned all of this. So at this point, it would seem that it, these are legitimate feelings coming from Christian about his father and his family. But how, how does that kind of switch? Again, you're a conservative influencer, allegedly. I mean, you, you have been, but allegedly that's where your heart and, and mind lie. How, how, does the, how do you get to the point where you essentially deliberately sabotage his campaign with these kind of tweets and this very public feud? I mean... I, if that was the intention of sabotaging the campaign and maybe people suggesting maybe it was his mom and he can't go against her, he wouldn't dream of going against her, perhaps, whatever the case might be, this could be, it's a tight race with, with Raphael Warnock. This could very well work and derail Herschel, which would keep perhaps the most radical U.S. senator who's, who's you know, won the seat. The whole another story. Well, he should not have won the seat, but won the seat a couple years ago, filling in, up for re-election now. But you'd have this radical dude who should not be representing any party, should not be an elected official in this government. We need to start over with all of them. That's a different story too. But I, I just don't get how this, how this came about. I love my dad. I love well, my dad. Know- I'm going to sink his entire campaign one month ahead of the election with all of these accusations that if coming from your son and your family are extremely damning and coming from someone who's built up again, a reputation of being a conservative talking head and influencer, man, it's, it is not good. But even like, let's forget the other stuff. Let's just focus on like the abortion thing and how he switched on that. He could have, not that he was for abortions, but you know, when he was younger, all that had to happen but then saw how it affected the woman he was with in his life and everything. And that's why he's against it now. Like, like that could be a total thing. Like, yeah, Hey, we, it happened, but now we're against it because of what happened, the implications of how we felt and everything. Cause I have, I have friends that, that have done that, that, you know, when they were younger, things had happened. And to this day, it, it chooses them and eats them away. And they're like, no, I'm against it now. You know, like, even though I was for it, you know? And so I, I'm not saying that that's the case for Walker in the abortion side of thing, but you could even just give him that little, like, well, you know, maybe this is what it is. Everything else, like you're saying, with how it's all of a sudden, <laughs> month away, boom. Well, look, that, I mean, that, here's that, the deal. That, that's like it, an atomic bomb that just went off in that campaign. It's an, it was a very much an atomic bomb. I mean, in 2009, look, I don't know Herschel. I, I don't know the dude from Adam. But people, for one, what, regardless of their political affiliation, could change. That's, that's what, 13 years ago. 13 years ago, and, and I, I don't know, again, I don't know anything about him. I don't know what led to this family dispute this week. But here's what I would say. And I get it. If there's raw emotions in there and things that have been frayed from, from years of, of trauma and, and, and internal strife with that family, it could come out at any point. But man, a month before, and this sounds awful, but in a tight race, when you've got a very radical person who is not a good dude in Raphael Warnock, we know that for certain. We know that for certain, listening to the things he said and done for certain. This is, this is hearsay. Might all be true, might not be. But what's going to suck about this is you're going to have people who now will be like, I can't vote for him. And I'm not saying you're wrong. 
But we've got a lot of bad people who are on our side, the Republican side. Again, most politicians are scum. Herschel has not been a politician. This is, this is him wading into this. But most politicians are scum. And he might not be even as, you know, compatible with some of the views and policies that you have, this, that, and the other. But a Republican who's, who's average still is better than Raphael Warnock and a Democrat when we're fighting for power in the Senate and we're fighting for the soul of this country, which is very much in jeopardy. That is, it is, there is a massive cultural war going on right now, ideological war. It's quiet, and thank God there are no bullets firing. But, but you've got you've to vote for the person who is closest to your values and gives the conservative movement and, and really just American values that we've all known growing up. Because Democrats growing up are, are Republicans now. They're not a part of this radical left. You've got to give that a shot. And, and this coming in, as Disco described it, it is, a, it is an atomic bomb that just that went off in that campaign. I think it's going to be really tough to get over. I, I, it's going to be tricky. Here's my problem with all of this. My biggest problem, and this, I don't want to sound vain here, not vain, but um, shallow. My biggest problem with Herschel Walker, if I lived in Georgia, I would still vote for him over Raphael Warnock. Because again, Warnock is, is a proven douchebag. That much, is, that much is certain. Who has very radical ideals. I mean, the stuff that he buys into and believes in is, is, is sick. Again, he should never be in office. My biggest problem with Herschel Walker, though, as a Minnesota Vikings fan, someone who grew up in that state, is a certain trade that happened in 1989. If you're a sports fan, you know what I'm talking about. Again, he's the Republican in the race, so if I lived in Georgia, I would vote for him, even if he's not a great person, because he's not Raphael Warnock and Georgians, you need to do the same. But in the prime of his career as a Dallas Cowboy, the Cowboys dealt Herschel Walker to my Minnesota Vikings. I was a young child. I remember, I remember being excited about it. And I didn't get at the time, because I, I, was, I was a younger kid, how bad of a trade it was. But y'all, again, I know some of you guys, just, just indulge me for a second. I know there's people who aren't football people here. I know there's people who are mad at the NFL. Again, it, this, this show is called This Is My Show. So I get to, I get to do these little tangents. But we gave up five players. Six draft picks for this dude who was playing some serious ball at the time. We gave up Jesse Solomon, who was a good linebacker. Isaac Holt, a good DB. Darren Nelson, who you're on my shit list too, bro, for the 1987 NFC Championship, dropping that pass on the goal line. So you, they can have you. Alex Stewart. And then we gave them these, these six picks, which included Emmett Smith, Russell Maryland, all sorts of studs. Darren Woodson, Kevin Smith. We literally gave the Cowboys their 1990s decade dynasty. We gave them super, we gave them Pro Bowl players. We gave them Super Bowl win after Super Bowl win. And Herschel Walker never once in two years, he's only on the Vikes for two years, not once rushed for a thousand yards. Had a decent year, 10 and six in 89, went six and 10 in 1990. And then he was gone. Worst deal in the history of sports. Some of you are Cowboys fans and I can see that you're, you're happy about this, but dear God, that, that was ne never, never have we seen such a bad trade. That, that is the epitome. And that concludes the rant, the sports rants of Drew Burkus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you bring up Herschel Walker and I have like, uh, like you, I have PTSD, just different from my war PTSD. This is Vikings PTSD, which if you're a Minnesota Vikings fan, you, you've got your own form. You might not even know it. But you do have you have lots of trauma that has maybe not been dealt with, and it's going to continue forever because that's what they do to you. They 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 rob you of joy. <clears throat> All right, folks, we're going to head on over to locals. It's that time. We've had a blast with you this first hour. We're going to discuss Pelosi, why she thinks the Democrats could actually win the House. That'll be over on booze and banter. We're going to discuss something that's allegedly being discussed with Ukraine. Something we just gave them more money today, but there's another thing that their ambassador says. They're talking about the U.S. and them. Gosh, it would be bad. It'd be really bad. I'll tell you what it is. We're going to talk about Candace, Kanye, 
We've got a couple other things. All that's over on Locals. You can go to drewberkwist.locals.com. If you don't have an account, get yourself one. The post will pop up and populate probably in about five minutes or so. We'll be there after we get ourselves a drink. Get all freshened up for the next hour. We'll see you there. If you can't come, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Plenty of stories that we already know we're going to talk about on the show then. Uh, yeah, we'll see you there, guys. We'll see you there tomorrow. We'll see you over on, on Locals for Booze and Banter. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on drewberquist.com.